She's a beauty. I have Eric, the CEO of the studio Deep World, behind the project Beautiful Light, a PvPvP extraction game called, uh, you know, sort of, I'd almost describe like a, a Tarkov hunt, modern day, how would you describe it? Oh, uh, it's always a bit complicated to describe the game. Um, so we use a comparison with Unshodown and Tarkov because mm -hmm. people know this game. Uh, but in fact, we I think we offer a very different experience from both. Um, if I need to take an extraction shooter who is closest from us, I would say it Unshodown because mm -hmm. uh, we use the same philosophy that it's objective-based extraction shooter oh, okay. and not looting extraction shooter like Tarkov when you need to find object in the container. Yeah, uh, It's more like I have a mission, I need to complete it, and then I go out of the map. All right. Cool. All right. So welcome to Pod. So what we do to start things Thanks. off, we do three random questions that get the juices flowing. So are you ready? Yes. All right. Favorite thing about where you live? Oh. <laughs> um, so I just moved from uh, France to Geneva. And uh, I would say the fact this is a quiet place. Oh, uh, nice. A place uh, uh, that we... It's, very calm. Yeah. yeah. All right. And, Very uh, good. There's mountain area and everywhere. Sorry. And so I love this. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> this is my favorite thing. All right. Second question. Growing up, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, um, that's actually an interesting question. When I was a shield, I want to be uh, what we call in French gendarme. Mm -hmm. uh, it's um, military police, but who mostly care about civilian stuff. Okay. Uh, you have the same thing in some European country. Uh, basically, just a police on a side with yeah. police. Okay. Regular police. And uh, I did it. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I was a gendarme for two years. Um, and uh, the second thing I want to become when I was a shield was uh, video game creators. Yeah. Uh, game dev, basically. And I'm doing it. Right. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Final question. When growing up, what was your favorite game to play? Video game. I say a lot. <laughs> there are so much games that I loved. Um, I think my favorite game from all time is Final Fantasy VII. Okay. And specifically from the, this Shantae, uh, but it's more emotional, you know? Yeah. Um, my nickname is Iris. Yeah. And uh, for people who know, yes, it's just a different pronunciation mm -hmm. from Iris of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. So, yeah, it's related from this. Okay. But... Uh, when I was shield, I played a lot of Noel tournaments. See, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Counter Strike also. Uh, I mean, a lot of this game, and also a lot of MMORPG. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. So, cool. All right, so I first came across your your game. I think it was uh, Operation Drewski had a video. He was playing a, mm -hmm. a you know sort of a labs version of it, and it just looked amazing. The you know it looked immersive. Um, you know, just the detail of it, the gunplay, the mechanics, the concept of, you know, aliens, but I think you call them anomalies, right? Yes. Yeah. It's not alien at all. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's anomalies. So before you started Deep World Studio, what was your background? Um, so as I said earlier, um, I was gendarme. Uh, I did it for two years, if I'm correct. Yeah. Uh, so it was a very cool experience. But there's, I mean, there's some trouble in French police. I think yes. you, you heard it. 
And basically, at some point, I mean, um, I just want to move on and make something more creative. Mm -hmm. And so I switched back to studies. I did uh, five years studies uh, for a master mm -hmm. uh, degree in uh, computer uh, science, uh, specialized in C++ for nerds uh, who are following us. <laughs> and, um, and during the studies for my end project, I start uh, a beautiful light. The name, the original name was ETL. This is a bit of a code name. Okay. Uh, that mean uh, escape from the lab? Yeah, <laughs> escape the lab. Yeah. So it was a very different gameplay on, yeah. on the first thing. Uh, I was just exploring, and then the project start to build. And four years later, uh, I'm here. Oh, wow. Now five years now. Yeah. So yeah, this is uh, my first big project, mm -hmm. uh, but also my first project at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real project, I mean, and just fresh out from studio. Yeah. Oh wow. And now, you know, what made you want to create your your own game? Um, I, I've, I mean, my whole life is video game. Yeah. <laughs> since I'm a child, uh, I mean, I, I I think my first game was Hyman when I was three years in '95. <laughs> oh wow! On Windows '95. Yeah. So I, I wasn't even able to read, but I was even I was able to run the computer mm -hmm. and start Hyman. Um, so yeah, I'm very old gamer, and I mean, at some point you just want to do your own universe. I yeah. think. I mean, I think it's also what drives so many game devs. It's mm -hmm. just to create your universe and share it with people. Yeah. And yeah, it's how we fall into it. And the second reason, it's it's really my own opinion. But I think nowadays there is like uh, Hollywood is a shit of the video game. Mm -hmm. of what they call it so fast food games. Yeah. It's like, but it's more, I prefer Hollywood because it's like we have a receipt how to make a good video game. Yeah. And video game costs so much money to do. Yeah. Like it's absolutely insane. And so big studio often doesn't want to take too much risk and it's something i understand mm -hmm. and so they deliver the same receipts and again and again and again without so much modification because they know this receipt gonna work yeah uh, it's gonna be uh, sell and they're gonna be benefits on it but we lose creativity yes uh, from video game from years 90 for years 2000 uh, we for myself, I mean, we totally lost it, and there's only small oh, small title, <laughs> but sometimes title like Death Stranding, like Baldur's Gate 3, which just out, uh, uh, Utah Wilds, and stuff like this, who bring something really new. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is from this spirit, I mean, I want to create video game, like bringing the old fashioned way to do video game, yeah. but with nowadays technique, and this is, well, how beautiful light is here. Oh, very cool. And now at that at this point, what is the you know what is the team comprised of, and what is the experience of the team? Very small. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one of the major flaws of the studio is there's a lot of people in the studio who is inexperimented. Mm -hmm. Like even myself, I mean, I'm not very experimented in in, in video games, um, development. I mean, or how we handle the team. So we learn at the same time that we made the project. And this is also why, I mean, I'm speaking maybe to my version of the future, mm -hmm. that uh, there's probably some huge mistakes that we are doing right now. <laughs> or we don't know we are doing and we will know later. But yeah. we are learning. And it's also why we are very open in the communication. It's because we know there's some stuff we're going to do that is messy. Mm -hmm. And we think the 
best way to handle it is basically to, to say it to the people. Yeah. Like, uh, we think this is a good way, but we are not sure. Uh, right. Let's try this, this way. Yeah. Um, what was the original question? I'm sorry. What was the experience of the team? How big is the team? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and uh, so for, for three years, I think something like this, I was working totally alone on the project. Uh, and soon we got an investor. I mean, my issue said it's not really an investor who come to the project, who bring many funds mm -hmm. in, into it. And so I was able to start to hire people. Oh, nice. Uh, but it's mostly people from modding community. Mm -hmm. And it's just like very recently that we start to have people who already have a huge experience in uh, the video game development mm -hmm. that come into the project um, and is able to, I don't know, I mean, provide uh, some experiences. Uh, and it's very pleasant. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. And now, you know, uh, today, where would you say the, you know, along the road of the development, where is the game right now? <laughs> <laughs> Usually, I mean, I, I don't know if you know it, but I'm doing a live dev stream, oh, okay. a dev stream about the game. So we are developing the game sometime in live. Mm -hmm. um, that's really cool. And when usually someone asks, how, what is the percentage of completion of the game? I say, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so... The, the short answer is I don't really want to give percentage of the game because, mm -hmm. I mean, um, a video game project is not always right since the start. Like You have a game design document and it's evolved, uh, especially when you are doing playtests, you see that something who is not working, mm -hmm. uh, something who is working well. Some, sometimes we, we do mistake like we just delivered a patch two or three weeks ago and original player from the older patch say, oh, stop, you lost immersion here. Yeah. You lost atmosphere. So go back mm -hmm. and so st stuff like this and so there's huge modification on the game design documents and um as we are very small we are able to switch yeah uh, um uh, uh, always so our goal is to deliver the game in the years 2024 mm -hmm. on early access yeah this is the most complete answer i can answer for what completion yeah is it but if it needs more time and always, it's always a question of funding. Also, of course, uh, we'll take all the time we can to yeah. at least have an, an early version, early uh, access. Sorry, when we are pleased with the state of the game, so that means stability, performance, content includes. Mm -hmm. That I don't want to deliver an early access where it's just like, okay, there is bug, uh, fix it, or <laughs> wait right. for the fix. Uh, just a technical demo, or something like this. Now we we. My, my real goal, my honest goal is to have uh, something on early access with pleasant to play. Uh, it will always be far from the uh, plan of the released 1.0, mm -hmm. uh, the, the gold version basically, but uh, something yeah, where you can enjoy and when you have enough content for the price you put into the game. Nice. Very cool. And now, you know, what inspired you guys or, you know, you to create a game that combines, you know, PvP, PvE, horror, uh, and, you know, sort of a, a extraction shooter? I'm laughing because uh, this is probably the worst thing you can do in game video game design. It's mostly because we play two video games and we're like, oh, this is cool. Uh, can can we do something like this? Also? And so we are exploring many video games, mm -hmm. and it's all basically we build beautiful light. We are exploring games, and we say this future is so cool, but it will be even cooler if we do things like this and, and stuff like this. So, I mean, 
basically you can nearly follow through which state of the of the features we go by analyzing the actual features of the game like it's an extraction shooter objective based right. uh, but where you can control monster uh, 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 as a, a bit like the scav system in mm -hmm. extract uh, but there is also gears like in extraction uh, like in escape from tarkov but not like in unshowdown uh, there is also a computer where you can have a terminal so you can think about how games we, we, we play it and mm -hmm. we say, oh, this is cool. Let's, <laughs> let's see for this and stuff like this. Um, but we never, uh, to be clear, we never copy a feature of a game. It's like really inspirational. Mm -hmm. uh, so we take inspiration mostly from the game we played and we, we try to rethink the thing and to bring our own version. Yeah. And it's why now, I mean, there is so much future in Beautiful Lights that have been never seen. It's because we developed the game this way. Yeah. Oh, is maybe a bit pretentious, but uh, uh, original. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. And now, you know, today, sort of, you know, um, what are some of the milestones you're trying to hit in the next couple of months? Anything that you're, you know, you're working on currently or any, any of the like sort of hills you're trying to climb? So uh, it's really precise on this. <laughs> so basically, right now, I mean, we are finishing the game mode. So we have a lot of playtests in the game mode. And we understood what was good, what was not good. So we are working on what we call the Lumen version because we are uh, just implementing Lumen mm -hmm. and uh, rethinking what was the game mode before to have a much more pleasant version uh, with a balance, uh, with the flow of the game, who is logical and stuff like this. In the same way, on the next patch, we are implementing a first version of uh, final animation for a weapon mm -hmm. and all the stuff with incoming, uh, with it like melee system and stuff like this. Soon to it, we will have also a grenade system. I mean, throw, throwable systems, are yeah. to throw thing, like chem light, like nets and stuff like this. This is for the PMC part. After we have two huge branches is finishing the anomaly because we have anomaly for the moment, but they are not balanced at all. Yeah. They are not even super funny to play on some kind. So there is something to, to, to think. And there is also the progression system, which is a huge part of the game. And in the middle of this, we need to pause the game because for the moment when you play to the game, it's just like you host a private server on your computer mm -hmm. and you can join through, uh, through the server browser. Um, but what we uh, need is to make the global matchmaking system. Like you have in Escape from Tarkom, when you start a raid, basically you, you are pinging a server who said, okay, we, we're going to create yeah. a decision for all this player on the map and stuff like this. And so we need to create this. Uh, so this is the biggest milestone is this thing precisely because when we achieve it, that we can deliver a playtest for uh, like huge playtest with uh, 1,000, 2,000, yeah. 10,000 players uh, at the same time if it's successful. Uh, nice. uh, so uh, here are the goal. Yeah. So I would say quest, I guess, uh, a loaded system, uh, the matchmaking thing, yeah. anomaly. And then we are done for the early access mostly. And now, you know, up to this point, what you know, what would you say has been the hardest thing? You know, so the toughest thing to sort of think everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> I mean, there's so many features. When I uh, I turn back to my team and say, "Oh, can we just remove this feature?" And uh, usually my team is like, "No, should this is too the game?" Yeah, but it's super complicated. It's a hell to balance. They're like, "No, it's like for anomaly." I mean, basically, the fact you can control anomaly is. Uh, 
sorry for the word, it's a fucking hell to balance. <laughs> uh, like, it's so complicated because you need to have a monster controllable by players, so it's mm -hmm. totally different character components. Uh, from the human one yeah. uh, is unique. You need to think the level design for it. You need to think the balancing for it. It must be fun to play. Yeah. And it must be not, I mean, powerful enough to be fun to be, mm -hmm. to, to incarnate, but not so powerful that it cannot wipe uh, every player on the map. Right. And it starts to be really complicated when you mix this thing together. And so, so many times I was like, can we just remove this thing from the, the game design document? <laughs> and yeah, and hopefully my team is like, no compromise. <laughs> good. <laughs> and go for it. And so now we start to have version who is good mm -hmm. and we will still working on it. Uh, but yeah, it's a huge challenge. Oh, wow. Very cool. We, we, we understood why no one did it before. Yes. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a great concept. I love it. You know, like instead of having your scav or sort of, you know, whatever, you know, you're going to use as an alternative when you're not using your main guy, it's, it's just a great, great concept. Uh, basically, when we see the, the numbers, the horror side of the game mm -hmm. is one of the most important for people. Yeah. The atmosphere and the horror feeling. Like most of the people, I, I, I think, but it's what we see by the numbers of promotion and stuff like this, are interested mostly in the fact that the game needs to have a very good atmosphere. Like mm -hmm. you need to be taken, uh, if it's correct in English, sorry. And uh, um, uh, they don't really care about balancing, basically. <laughs> so, yeah, but we think it's also, it's not true because it's more like the short experience, that's the experience you have like for the two, three, four hours of the game. Mm -hmm. And then the after, you know, uh, when you want to play to the game 10 hours, it must remain fun. Yeah. So we are balancing uh, uh, on this state, if it's answering to the question. Yeah, absolutely. And now I had a Blue Drake on a little while ago, and he, he was developing his own game, um, Operation mm -hmm. Harsh Doorstop. And yes. he said one of the tough things that he's found, you know, creating a game by himself and bringing in other people was finding people, finding people you could trust. And because here's your baby, and now you're sort of opening the door to let them come in and, and you know, what's your take absolutely. on that? He has absolutely right. And, uh, right sorry. and uh, we are working with Blue Drake team. Because uh, uh, they, um, I mean, I can't share so much stuff, but yep. uh, basically there are some people of uh, our group who is uh, working on a project. Oh, cool. But we are sharing developers from, uh, I will not uh, um, quote the name of the game yep. here, because uh, there is a two other games where we share a member of the development team. And basically, yeah, it's, it's like super hard. It's not hard to find people. It's super hard to find the good people. Right. Like the competent one and stuff like this. Yeah. Um, Really, there's, I mean, I'm uh, now we are three dev in C, but it's very recent, like it's a two week something like this. Mm -hmm. And the three years ago, I was the only uh, C dev. Oh, and wow. I'm just out of the school. Okay. This is my first project. Yeah. But so I'm not even very uh, a good programmer, I think. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things I need to learn. Mm -hmm. But when I was doing uh, an interview with most of the application, they don't even know basic stuff we require for, for, for a game like this and stuff like this. I mean, oh, wow. uh, uh, deep thing. I, so the, the thing was, it's really hard to find people who is competent. Yeah. Uh, know basically 
how really C++ work. But mm -hmm. same for artists. I mean, it was so much trouble to find the good uh, uh, level artists who have the same mindset of us, mm -hmm. who is able to create destruction, development, so asset placement and stuff like this. I mean, I think we take eight months, <laughs> something like this, to find the guy. Same for the technical animator. Yeah. And technical animator is like so hard to find. Oh, no. So, yeah, it's 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 like really hard. And in the middle of this, you receive a ton of candidature of application mm -hmm. for your company. And most of them are absolutely not relevant. Uh, so it, it, it's really hard, yeah, yeah, when you are indeed to, to catch the good people. Yeah. Um, and then but, well... You, you achieve it. The only thing who I think make we are successful now mm -hmm. to hire people is that the, the game uh, was, I think, the second extraction shooter on the Steam wishlist. Archider is just front of us and Dark and Darker is out. But uh, yes, if he was in the Steam wishlist, he was above us. But on Steam right now, we are the second one behind uh, Archiders. And so this, the fact that the game starts to be now mm -hmm. and uh, have a community already and stuff like this makes the thing much more easy. Yeah. To catch people. That's good. Wow. Yeah, you sort of have some credibility. You know, it's not yes. some pie in the sky. You know, you, you people have, you know, some people have played it, played that labs like with Drewski. And I think I saw a video from Big Fry where you guys gave him some footage of sort of outside the lab. And, you know, it, it looks real. People, you know, the mechanics, it's not just a, you know, a staged video at this point. I know it's something we don't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. I mean, we, I hate when you see a trailer and you are like, <laughs> It's it's I watch a computer playing like a perfect golden pass for the video, uh, not interesting fast. Right. So it's why we choose we have the TGI CGI sorry trailer with release the sixth of September. Mm -hmm. So this is CGI, but we have uh, also gameplay trailer is, uh, will be made. And my idea for the gameplay trailer it was streamers and stuff like this who is playing to the game, and we just take record from their moment, a bit yeah. like Evan Line did from uh, some trailer. I think it's a great idea because you release the game, basically. Right. Yep. Absolutely. And now, you know, jumping into the game. So can you, you know, sort of dive into the, you know, the game's lore, the background story? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's fair. <laughs> but, um, there is most of the thing about the game is no secret. It's like, you see, we have no NDA. Yep. We talk openly about issue we have and stuff like this. And uh, it's a, basically it's a test. Yeah. Uh, I think most... Of other studio who watch us like, like no don't do that it's stupid but we decide to go this way because mm -hmm. uh, we think it's always annoying as a player because we as player before um, when you love a game and you have no communication at all mm -hmm. on issue so we choose to be very open maybe it's a mistake maybe not we will see with time yeah uh, but we keep one thing secret is the lore yeah and it's for mostly gameplay reason uh, but mostly because we we will never release the lore. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, basically, we have a lore book with Brighton. Yeah. Uh, um, and I hope it will never be leaked. Because <laughs> the, the, the thing is, we create the whole game with a deep lore. So the lore is heavy. Yeah. Uh, I think interesting from my point of view. I, I'm the guy who writes it, so I hope. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the idea is to have the player discover the lore in, in, in the same time they're doing the game by mm -hmm. quest by uh, looking around them, there is just a huge setup with down with the trailer. Yeah. Uh, the CGR trailer gives a lot, lot of lore element to have some clue. But basically, we, we, I would love to see player make theory about the lore 
and exploring some way and maybe they will achieve to a better version than the original law we have <laughs> and it will be fun because we can just uh, say yes this is it <laughs> no, but more seriously yes we have one long version our version and i love when game allow you to make theory about it and mm -hmm. not giving you a state of the law yeah when nice. you can imagine stuff around it yeah uh, i love also when movie do this when the the end is open and stuff like this uh, so we have uh, it's the same we have the end for the law yeah so we know how things finish but it's not something we want to deliver because we want people imagine it yeah uh, okay and yes all right and now you know when it comes to to the game itself you know will there sort of be like you know sort of a single player mode or a single no. you know okay so strictly all pvpvp uh, you can host the server for yourself if you oh, want. okay uh, and run the game alone, but it's uh, limited. The whole game has been secured for to be played in multiplayer. Yeah. Uh, same like that we have a lot of requests for PvE mm -hmm. uh, only. PvE, sorry. Yeah. Uh, only. And uh, yes, you, the answer is you can ask to server, but honestly, I mean, the game has been synced for PvP, VP, VE. Uh, and even a lot of people is like, why the fuck you call this PvP, PvP, <laughs> not just not PvP? Uh, and they, they may be right on some point. But my opinion, if you want to go on PvE game, like close to the universe of Stalker or uh, yeah. um, SCP, then go for SCP-5K. Yeah. It will be much, much better expense than us for this point. I mean... Uh, our experience is more like, okay, you've planned to Unshowdown or to uh, Escape from Tarkov and you want something who is in the, close to the SCP or Stalker universe. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking about the book, Stalker, not the game. Yeah. Okay. Um, then, yes, we are the right game for this. Yeah. But if you are really looking for a PvE experience now, uh, switch to another game, it will be more fun, I okay. think. Okay. And then, so expanding on that, <clears throat> what role will teamwork play into the games? Like, you know, will you need a, you know, two man team to do things or are you looking for like a four man? How big of the squad are you, you know, envisioning? And let's, let's leak some elements. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, the maximum team group you can have, it's three into the game. Yeah. We think, but it's not definitive. We also allow to have a bit like undead. Like a solo and a duo queue, yeah, and a three-man queue. Oh, okay. But you can join the three-man queue as a duo or solo if you want. Uh, there is also auto completion for team, and there is also a global chat in the menu with, I think, a, a, a premiere for an extraction shooter. Like there is a, you know, you can speak into the menu to all of the people on the server. Yeah, uh, and moderation will love it. Um, but. <clears throat> For the, 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 the team play and stuff like this, the whole game has been think to be able to play if you are solo. Okay. So every challenge is able to be complete mm -hmm. solo. But of course the game is much more easy if you are two or right. three. Um the thing is yeah, teamwork is super important, especially if you want to go faster. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, there is Different uh, elements in the game, like the ability to revive, mm -hmm. the ability to share some stuff. There is uh, also some technical uh, stuff. I will um, technical tactical stuff. I will not share here, but yeah. uh, who allow you to to have much more teamwork with your friends, uh, who is important and those things you can do alone. So let's give a concrete element. Um, you see the terminals in yeah. the game. 
you can write it. You have uh, all the command in Linux. I mean, not all the command, <laughs> but it's close like real life Linux shell terminal command system. And uh, there is to take the artifact from the final bunker for ground zero, who is the first map. Um, there is an interaction between players uh, when someone needs to be on the computer and uh, the okay. other one uh, need to plug the correct thing on another room yep. and so communicate and say, okay, and you did the right thing or you did the wrong thing and stuff like this. So there is this kind of cooperation. Oh, okay. You can still do it if you're alone, but you need to travel. <laughs> yeah. So it, it will take more time. Ah, okay. um, and in the end, I mean, for the first map, we go light with the terminal and commands because we know it's... Uh, I mean, some people are just not from IT. Right, yes. <laughs> and so we go for a very simple thing. Uh, uh, it's like a tutorial, basically. But more we will expand, more we will go on Quest and stuff like this, more terminal system and stuff like this will be complex and close to the real life. I hope this is how we, we design the thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, more also uh, team play uh, and, and cooperation for solving puzzle or also the gameplay uh, will be uh, done. So yes, yeah, this is definitely something we want. Very cool. Most of all, <clears throat> there is, uh, when I say the maximum team of three is uh, absolute um, limit, it's not real true. Because we have two things in the game who greatly improve cooperation, I think, but also teamwork. Um, it's maybe not correct to say this like this, but let's go on. Yeah. First, we have, uh, uh, it's not guild, uh, but it's like you can have a group of people. Okay. Uh, into the game, like a social group. Uh, when you're gonna go with your friend, uh, apply for a faction, yeah, and stuff like this. Everything is not right in the stone for the moment because uh, it's just an early sketch of this uh, thing. Mm -hmm. But it's how we imagine the system at least. Um, and <clears throat> you can share something. You have a special competencies, also special bonus with your team when you are in. There's some grinding. You can do it. There is a special thing we call, um, I forgot the name of my own features, is <laughs> uh, Expedition. Mm -hmm. So this is something we share on the roadmap, but we don't give any information for yeah. this. But I think it will be good. It's like super late end game. And we have also another thing. It's like what we call Contractor Mission. And Contractor Mission is the only moment in the game when you are placed out of your role as a PMC, like your character, mm -hmm. but different guy. Okay. And so you have different contractor missions. There is mission you can do solo, on duo, on uh, three, and on four. Okay. And you can also go with your faction if you go for four. So to give you some insights, like the solo mission, uh, there will be different missions, of course, but one of the solo mission is to just go on the map, not touching the artifact, not doing quests, but gather the stuff of a player who is dead and bring it back. Yep. And the player, and if you achieve, you will win money. Yep. And the player, a random player who asks nothing, will uh, uh, get back his stuff. A bit like in Serenity and Starkov, but be done by real people. Yeah. Ah, okay. Duo gameplay is basically, uh, for the moment where we have designed, is assassination mission. Ah. Uh, uh, important to say, when you play to this contractor mission, uh, uh, mercenary contract, sorry for the yep. name. Um, your your uh, gears is offered. Okay, it's you don't bring gears in the map. It's it's like the game give it the gear for just this mission, and you cannot extract anything. Yeah, you can just win money, and it's a different gameplay. Uh, duo mission is like assassination. Like you have one guy in the map, you need to kill. Yep, 
and you have sniper and ghillie suits for it. Oh, okay. And this is the only mission. And he don't know this. So it's uh, pretty funny. Um, and go on for the uh, three squads. Uh, but for the four squads, uh, mission, this is a uh, four people squad, mm -hmm. sorry. This is what we call the black squad, and I think it's one of the most funny. Sorry, I'm sharing this. Uh, you spawn into the map with fucking heavy gear, <laughs> <laughs> like full in black, pressed in black, and you spawn directly into the uh, last bunker. And your goal is to defend at all costs the bunker, avoid anyone to capture the artifacts. Oh, okay. So, uh, it's like you see, it's quest mission inside related and it's just meant to be annoying to the player yes yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, just at pvp uh, uh so this is daily mission you choose one you fill it and uh it's some kind of thing is this uh when you can have you know cooperation yeah and uh what we accept maybe some of thing i share here is not good idea and we will remove or modifying it yeah but the idea behind it is like you go through your normal missions like you do and oh shit uh, uh, there is an assassination uh, on my head or oh shit there's a back squad here uh, let's uh, it will be a different uh, challenge yeah I like that that's really cool and now you know in your opinion what sets you know beautiful light apart from you know a lot of games in this space that you know more games keep you know are popping up um first of all uh i think one of the good thing we did is we are not surfing on the vibe of extraction shooter as mm -hmm. we start this project i mean i started this project four years ago yeah so when extraction shooter was not even so popular uh at this time i mean even Ex escape from tarkov was not uh didn't have the boom on twitch and stuff like this right so we have a long time to think about the system and i mean uh i think we have the time to to not be on the urgency to mm -hmm. have a project and to just, okay, we need to have an extraction shooter. Uh, let's do this. So we have the time to think the mechanic to change the concept a lot of time. So one thing is on the atmosphere. Uh, one of the extraction shooters at the moment have the same atmosphere than us. Yeah. Uh, I think Pioneer, if have extraction element, we will see, uh, uh, will be maybe the only one who will uh, cl uh, be close to us. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we are unique in this vibe, this stalker vibe. Yeah. St talking about the book one more time for legal reason. <laughs> uh, um, so we have this thing and the SCP universe because, uh, I mean, most of people is like, oh, it's stalker or, oh, it's a SCP game. No, no one of us. But yes, we take a lot of inspiration for this two universe, like mm -hmm. a lot. And it's massive for SCP. Like I'm a huge fan of CP, FCP. So yeah. Uh, the second thing is uh, asymmetrical gameplay. Uh, and the third thing is uh, we have so many features you don't accept to find in an extraction shooter. Yeah. Terminals, uh, puzzle solving, stuff like this. I mean, uh, also this difference between going outside than inside in very claustrophobic environment from the bunker. Um, the the whole game itself, I think, is you, you when you play it, you can say, okay, it's like this game, but with this feature different. And this is what makes us pop out of the other extraction shooter. Yeah. Because we really bring something who is new. One more time, when I say this, 
I hope. Uh, maybe uh, we'll see in uh, two years, uh, one years after the release or two years, I don't know. Uh, and people are going to say, uh, yes, it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not something we, we can know really before yeah. uh, uh, than, uh, the game really be out and people loving the game over years or not. But we, we try to design this mindset and uh, doing basically our own stuff with the game. Mm -hmm. The thing we liked and hoping that uh, uh, player will also like it. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. And now, will there be a like a hideout or a base or where you're, or that's lore? We'll get to that down the road. Um, we are not opposed from the hideout ID, IDs, stuff like this. Uh, maybe one day, but for the moment, it's out of scope. Yeah. Basically, uh, if you. Oh, no discord and where a player asking this feature is planned or not and i will say out of scope yeah that means we put this in a box of id mm -hmm. and most of them will be never to be done yeah <laughs> it's like well yeah we we kind of like to do some of these this id but there is so much important stuff to do before yeah then after we will think about it and it needs to be to also fit in the gameplay yeah like let's go for the highlight of extraction uh, of escape from tarkov yeah it's, okay it's it's funny, you have something to grind, yeah. you have your own place, but every player has the same places. And you will never go in inside to manage your inventory and stuff like this. Right. You, I mean, I never see a streamer like no. using the FPS view. Uh, I mean, it's fun five minutes, but it's all. And the reason behind this is Escape from Tarkov is already super complex and you spend a lot of time in the menu yes. and you don't want to have a trillion fast for this. So. Is this really a feature who is suitable for the game? Uh, is there a different way we can do it, for example, yeah. or not? This is the idea, uh, basically, when we need to think. It's not an answer. I mean, I don't know. Maybe yes, maybe yeah. not. Uh, but the thing is, this is thing you need to think when you have dev. And it's why sometimes what appears as a good idea on the first time mm -hmm. is in reality a very bad idea. Because when you really have the full suite, yeah. it just doesn't fit. But one thing I love, for example, is in the cycle, you have this hub mm -hmm. where you can meet other players. Yes. So for me, an ID like this, like having apps for the player, but doesn't disturb that the, the, how fast you can join a game or things like this can be a super ID. Yeah. Um, and basically, if one day we are doing the spine of hideout, it will be obviously linked to the faction system because we have a faction system. Uh, and obviously, I mean, if I do something like this, I will want to have some war with base defense and stuff like this. Yeah. So maybe one day, but uh, uh, far away. Yeah. Like so the game need to be well before. Yeah. Uh, that's <clears throat> that's something I liked in the first division game, where basically you can sort of there was never a loading screen. You just basically walk from your world into sort of you know the building and then to others players around there and and you can just interact with that you know with them and then you know move out onto your gameplay. I think that was a a cool way they did things. For for the cycle. The first, no, it's the division. The... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, the division have, have a, a super cool thing. For yeah. This. One of the artists, uh, basically the artist who made all the clothes, is an absolute fan of the division. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we all play it a lot. So uh, I get your point. Yeah. Um, yes, I totally agree. The, the hub in, in the division is excellent. Yeah. Uh, the division one. Yes. The division two. Um, 
Yeah, it, yes, absolutely. Yeah, the actually the, the first division, the DLC, the Survivor DLC was the one that really got me hooked into that sort of survival type game. It was just so well done. But but back to the game. So not so much the hide up but on like will a player have to build up his inventory of weapons and and sort of no. armor or it's just you pick and go and you don't that's some aspect of the game you don't have to worry about. Yes and no. Yeah. Um, there's no stash system like in Escape from Tarkov when you need to organize your your, your stuff every time. Yeah, it's like automatically organized. Yeah, and there is no like uh, a limit uh, uh, to it. It's like I have this weapon. I, I go. Imagine the menu of uh, uh, Call of Duty Modern Alpha, mm -hmm. but when you have number on the weapon, indicate how much weapon you have of this category, yeah. how much ACOG and stuff like this. And so you can go to the trailer, buy this kind of stuff and stuff like this. And the only thing you can do is ragging from this thing and put it in your bag for the red. Mm -hmm. uh, but most important thing, you have presets that you can edit nice. and do. And so you can buy or load the preset instantly. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, and it will be buy for you if you have the money and stuff like this, place it in your uh, bag and stuff like this. So it's not like really managing. Nice. Uh, it's the major idea behind it is we hate managing the inventory. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we want something like you can in two button basically join a red. So maybe yeah. more than three button, but like click, click. Yeah. And then I'm gone. Up, oh, I'm dead. Click, click. And I, nice. I regen the, the game again. Yeah. It's not a menu simulator, essentially. Yes, it's a working simulator. It's yeah. different. <laughs> <laughs> so now, when it comes to these type of games, you know, there's, there's, in my opinion, there's three things that are important. One is, you know, the net code, the anti-cheat, and audio to make a, you know, yeah, audio is yes, because you know, there's some history with audio. But anyway, in in your opinion, you know, what are sort of, you know, how would you prioritize or you know, sort of put a balance on those three things? I will really react for your uh, three points. Um, I mean, for, for me, the most important thing is the game is fun. Yes. Because, I mean, you can have the best anti-cheat in the world. If your game is not fun, it doesn't matter because no one will play True. it. True, uh, yes. Cheater and cut. But side apart, yes, um, there's a huge issue with the frequency. You say, is the first one with what, sorry? Netcode, sort of making Netcode, sure yes. when I shoot. And... So... <clears throat> Uh, most of the issue in netcode for the moment for video game is basically economical reason. Like it costs an insane amount of money to host server. Yes. And so basically what game dev usually do is to lower the tick rate. Um, and, and also try to lower the charge on the server. So it's bad, especially for high player, uh, high end player who is very competent into the game and stuff like this. Uh, uh, just for the knowledge, I was a professional player on eSport during my study on Rainbow Six Siege. So if ah. you make, if you go and write my name, you will see. Uh, and uh, I, I did some, uh, I win French tournament and stuff like this. Very cool. Tournament, so. I have a background in eSport as well. And so I know what it feels when you hit something mm -hmm. and miss rag. Yeah. So the good news is we can actually sag into the game because we use what we call the Battlefield 1 philosophy of netcode. Uh, I will not go too much in technical detail, but you basically cannot misrike. But there is another issue with often talk for the misrike is the fact that you can die when you are already behind a cover. There is no solution for this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a physical limit. Uh, I know some players like, uh, I answer a lot of questions on Steam mm -hmm. uh, about this on Steam board of the game, but there is no real solution for this. It's basically a physical limitation of the reality. I mean, the server 
is on a location, you are on a location, and the other player is on a location. There is time for information to transfer. And usually when you are dead behind a cover, it's not network prediction and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. It's just that the information takes time to reach your uh, computer and the server try to manage fairly what is the fight. So yes, it's important. You can reduce this uh, uh, this thing. Okay, so you can basically you can just improve server quality, maybe up the tick rate, but the cost is insane. Yeah. And the reality is, yeah, it's matter for high-end players, but it doesn't matter for casual player who doesn't see it. Right. And so it's it's pragmatic. But I mean, uh, if you want the game to live, basically we cannot uh, go. Uh, we need to win money at yeah. some part to also fund other projects. So <laughs> there is a limit where we can improve server. Yeah. Oh. And the second thing is anti-cheat. There is no solution. Okay, let let's not lie. Yeah, let's. I mean, you 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 know it. I mean, everybody is talking about art, uh, um, artificial intelligence and digit and stuff like this. It's something we are studying for the moment, but except we are going for a very heavy solution like uh, uh, Valorant have, and who is not perfect. Let's uh, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, uh, there will be cheater. Yeah. We we we. It's something. I mean. There is a huge hope on artificial intelligence and teach it. We hope. We are already in discussion with uh, some of them mm -hmm. and seeing what we can do. But I don't know if they really work. And it's something we're going to discover. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's so easy to cheat in video games yeah. for multiple technical reasons. And it's so hard to counter them. And just a thing, when you think that developer doesn't care about cheating, it's not true. I mean, um, first, indie games are devastated. Indie developers are devastated when the game is just polluted by cheaters. Mm -hmm. It's not fun. And second, for major companies, if you think they only care about money, who is kind of right sometimes, uh, <laughs> they lost a ton of money on this. And yeah. I see so many times people saying like, yes, uh, uh, they cheat, but they win money over banned account and stuff like Not at all. Yeah. I mean, the number of people who left the game and who buy skin and stuff like this, who never come back is an insane list of money. And most of the cheaters buy arcade accounts from legit people stuff like this so right. they don't win money on this yeah and the third thing is audio positioning and audio positioning is like a super hard complex system so for the moment uh we know from the playtest that we are super good on around you yeah okay so you when someone is behind you someone front of you someone on your right someone left it's perfect on this point we are perfectly fine the only issue we have is top and down like most of the game. Right, yeah. <laughs> and the issue, it's like really hard because, I mean, you have only two uh, um, uh, headphones, I yeah. mean, uh, two uh, uh, speakers, uh, and you don't have speaker above you, you don't have a speaker uh, under you. So it's really hard to make the player understand by the sound that it's up to you, not to you. So there's yeah. some technical, like applying a low pass filter and stuff like this. But it's still always hard. And this is where we're going to improve. But for the moment, I mean, uh, uh, I won't say O sound is better than other games because I think all of the game has specific issues. But most of the players who play to the playtest say the sound is really good comparing to other. Yeah. I let you imagine the name. Mm -hmm. And so we are fine on this. But it's not really because we are very competent on something like this. It's mostly because in Real Engine, uh, we are using Steam Audio yeah. and in Real Engine, a, a combination of the, the boss for the sound. Uh, and it's working well, nice. so uh, it's fine. All right, 
cool. And now, you know, sort of like end game, what's your thoughts on, because, you know, like in other games, when you sort of get to, you know, you max out your levels, you did all your quests, how do you keep a person, you know, interested? Is there going to be, uh, you know, sort of side missions or mercenary missions you were talking about, factions, things to focus on once you, you know, sort of achieve, you go through your, you know, the, the first point for me, if you have, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but we will see if we, if we are right or not with Beautiful Light, basically. But the first point, in my own opinion, is if your PvP is really fun, that you have your own game. Yeah. And because uh, Unshowdown, basically, Unshowdown have an insane PvP. Mm -hmm. And player doesn't care about endgame and stuff like this because the PvP is so fun True. that you come back and come back and come back. And this is a good way. And uh, Tarkov have also a very fun PvP, but for me, the, the issue is they are so centered about the loot mm -hmm. that it makes when you are rich, there is no really feel to play to the game again. Yeah. And I mean, I, I am a huge player of Tarkov. I love this game and uh, congratulations BSG for this game because they nailed it on yeah. so many points. But the economic is for me one of the issues of Tarkov. Because, uh, well, when I'm uh, 20 million or 200 million, you don't care about dying. Exactly, <laughs> yes. I mean, uh, we 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 run uh, toes with thermal uh, at some, uh, uh, toes with uh, thermal sites at uh, some uh, time in the game. So just to say, uh, but yeah, you, you don't really care. Yeah. And this is one of the issues. Uh, how we handle it in uh, Beautiful Light, we hop. We did a good job on this, but we will see, basically, and we need, basically, to test it. Uh, but we have the same principle of hunt. Basically, we almost focused to make the PvP fun. Mm -hmm. uh, and the second part is we have some tools, like what we call Expedition, who is very, very late game, who offer you challenge. But let's not lie. I mean, if the, the major point is PvP, if we achieve yeah. to make the good PvP, then play, uh, people will come back. With... Yes. Yes. Uh, if there is too much, uh, not too much cheater, of course. Yeah. Uh, this is also <laughs> a very concern. One point about cheating: we allow private server, as I said uh, okay. before. Okay. So it's something you can always do. It's to uh, host your own server. Yeah. It's not a super solution, as there is no. Um, it's not interacted with your stuff and stuff like this. That you can still play the game with yeah. uh, self experiences. Okay. Um, cool. And now, anything, uh, any uh, goals you got coming up in the next year you want to hit? Any shows you're going to be presenting at? So, we revealed the TGA trailer at the Fear Fest, uh, the 6th of September. Mm -hmm. 6th of September. Uh, so, we'll see if uh, people love the trailer or not, but uh, it's a uh, nine months' work, I think. Wow. So, <laughs> by uh, North Studio. So if you don't know North Studio, this is a guy who made uh, one of the Xbox Live trailer, uh, but also they do all the uh, trailer for eSports for Valve. Oh, okay. Uh, and and uh, Riot also uh, for Valorant, uh, the eSports trailer, uh, not the game presentation one. Uh, we just took as I did an ancient work, and uh, I hope it will be pleased for people. Uh, but also now there's not much, uh, not a lot of dates. Yep. Uh, we are not attending to convention and stuff. No one invited us. <laughs> so, so, but it's also because, I mean, we are rookie in video game dev. Yes. So we are exploring. And uh, also my own philosophy is just to go straight. Yeah. Like we doesn't really look uh, 
on the the how uh, people are doing stuff. We are we are doing our own mess, yeah, uh, basically, and try to ship this game because it's only what matters to us. But when a studio or a publisher come to see us and say, "Hey, can we do something?" Uh, we are always open and we are always so happy. So we are uh, actually uh, speaking with a lot of publishers. Mm -hmm. uh, to, to be honest, we don't need them to so yeah. tell to them, but we are always open uh, to publishing offer because I mean, if they bring a large amount of money into the mm -hmm. game, then we can expand the studio, make other project, yes. uh, reaching new goals for for beautiful lights and stuff like this. So we are basically, I mean, to be perfectly honest, we uh, the, the the word is essentially that. Uh, uh, put money into it. I, I mean, say a number, and uh, no matter what is a number, know that we will never allow anyone to enter into the creativity process of the game. Yeah. So you can come part of the adventure if you want, but the only condition is like uh, we don't want a, a, a shitty thing right. into the art direction and stuff like this. So yeah. we plan a microtransaction to be perfectly honest uh, with skin and stuff like this. But mm -hmm. for example. We don't want a banana uh, in our game skin. Yeah. Uh, all the skin must be 100% accurate with the lore. Right. Uh, and stuff like this, you know, and uh, keeping always the good universe. We don't want casual. It's not casual features because it's insulting for casual players, but you got the idea. We don't want to simplify the game or to make something uh, um, uh, much as it just to reach certain amount of players. Yes. We want to deliver our own experiences and our vision of the game. Mm -hmm. And if don't please to some players, there is a section shooter and stuff like this. Exactly. But the wish is not to make the most money possible uh, 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 by doing um, a Z game. I don't know if it's correct. Yeah. But if you got it, yeah. This yeah. is the mindset of the studio. Excellent. I love it. Well, Eric, thank you so much for doing this. I, yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time. Wish you the best of luck. I can't wait Thanks. to see more what's happening. And again, you mentioned uh, you guys do live streams developing the game and, and whatnot. People can check that out. What's your Twitch uh, Twitch channel? Twitch uh, slash Iris. Always by nickname. Yep. Uh, but you, you can also one of the... We are very open on our Discord. So if you want to talk with those guys, uh, you can uh, just come on the Discord. Uh, we have... Um, uh, also, playtest is open for everybody. Oh, cool. I mean, we 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 uh, people can register for it. Mm -hmm. Then we do sometimes a random, not so random selection, and uh, we let people in. Oh, so I basically, guess. we depending of the test. Sometimes we need people with powerful computer. Sometimes not. And but most of the tests are random selection. All right, excellent. Well, thank you again. Best of luck to you. Thank you so much, and have a good day. Bye. <laughs>